on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one, California. Hey everyone, welcome to the Manthology Show, live by three white guys in their 30s for January 13th, 2017. In today's episode, our old friend's back. We got to talk about some nerd stuff that just got announced, pre-ordering said nerd stuff, and how brand loyalty might eventually bite you. Derek, Josh, welcome to the show. Blake, Josh is big and black! He's a dad! And I've decided to talk to him now! Well, hello! Hey, Josh! Good to be back! Did I didn't you know get... if we were still doing the voice or not. No, the, hello. yeah, we're kind of doing it. Kind of, sort of. I don't know. Wilson's... <laughs> You know, he's telling me no, but you know, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it. Well, hey, Wilson, you can stick it. Yeah, yeah. Josh, so uh, did you get everything in order that caused you to miss last week's recording? I'm happy to announce that no, I didn't, but I'm Atta here. Boy, Josh. Atta I'm here. Boy. Struggling through the new year early, but I'm here today. Okay, well, now, if, if, if you didn't get a chance, well, we didn't get a chance to ask you, Josh. Now, we decided in last week's show that I am the eternal optimist and Derek is forever pessimism. So the old yin and yang. The old yin and yang. And we want to know where you stand on New Year's Optimist, specifically if there's anything specific that you are excited about for this year. Could be anything. Uh, of course. I will say 2017 has started off a bit, a little rougher than I had anticipated, but that's okay. 2017 is like if you were excited about a party and you showed up and all your friends were there, and as soon as you walked through the door of the party, someone thumped you in the nuts. Yeah. That's how the year kind really? of started out for me. Kind of? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But wow. I'm, my stomach's not sick anymore. I'm, you know how it is with the nuts. Oh, yeah. You sort of work hurts. your way through oh, it. it hurts. I'm, I'm back. Not good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a little rough start, but things are good. I'm excited about the year. But no matter how good 2017 would would or would not be, when you're crawling out of a dumpster fire like 2016, there's going to be some bumps and bruises. Like even if you're crawling to, to the best year ever, you're probably mm-hmm. going to scratch your knees and maybe burn your your uh, your butt hair or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there yeah, was- I, I, <laughs> I heard someone put some really good uh, perspective on 2016, and that is – why are we blaming a year? <laughs> Fair like, enough. What did, I, yeah, what did I, I, 365 consecutive days have to do with anything? It was just a random set of days. And of no. course, things happened that we don't like. And some people no. died that were not happy died. <laughs> but it's not the year's fault. You know, uh, see, that's where you're wrong. Genetics, uh, you know predisposed diseases i mean there's all sorts of things that reckless lifestyles in there yes lifestyle choices are a huge one. it's kind of like i it's kind of like terminator in and of itself there's nothing wrong with a computer but when that computer becomes self-aware uh that's when there's an issue and i feel like somewhere probably like may or june 2016 became self-aware uh and decided that its only way to survive was to destroy everything in its path you may be right. You may be right. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> so I love, Derek. I love how you've you've continued to refer to 2016 as a something pile of what is it? A steaming pile of what did you? That's call? a hot pile of garbage. Hot hot pile. It's a it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that reminds me, I'm not a big politics guy. And I don't know what happened, but our president-elect, they said, I, I was on this website, I was like, click for the president-elect's live 
press conference, I was like, well, this could be pretty entertaining. So I click over. And I think one of the first things out of his mouth, he's referring to some news organizations as a, quote, failing pile of garbage. And I just... Oh, my God. So I, I loved it. It reminded me of you, Derek. But secondly, <laughs> then it made me think, like, is there such a thing as a, a, as a winning pile of garbage or a successful <laughs> pile of garbage? I don't know. I, I, just, I doubt. Yeah, I doubt it. But <laughs> good. good stuff. Good stuff. But good we're stuff. not here to talk about politics. And we're not here to talk about if... 2016 has a personality and was capable of screwing humanity <laughs> over last year. We're here to talk about a pretty exciting development in nerddom. Derek, why don't you give us a rundown of kind of what happened oh. in the last 24 hours? Well, Blake, speaking of things we're excited about, I just did something. I just did it like an hour ago. It you happened. Just hit the bu- you hit a button. You hit a button. Hit a button. You committed pre- financial resources to something. You confirmed that order. <laughs> What I did was I took what very little money I have and I sent it to Kyoto uh, okay. because I I pre-ordered the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Uh, nice. now for, the, for those of you who are socially well-adjusted, responsible adults who don't know what that is, it's a new video game console. So I, as a 30-year-old man, of course, woke up as early as I could, which, <laughs> which meant 1030 in the morning, uh, to take a bus a to the nearest – Track a dawn. To take a bus to the nearest GameStop and pre-order that pre-order that little little devil and you better believe i got it in my hand right now one of those things on an assembly line right now is destined for my uh grimy little pause so So, i'm pretty excited about. so Derek, could we if we could subtitle this development would it be escapism a new hope um actually no because i'm not i'm not very excited about the switch (laughs) (laughs) oh okay well yeah but you're still putting hope and some kind of optimism to fork down money on it well, what I'm doing is I'm buying Zelda is really what I'm doing. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Zelda and the new Zelda game looks just fantastic. Um, however, the rest of this thing, I like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about it. They, they showed off some stuff. The, the console looks cool, but it's a weird concept, which is incidentally the same thing I said about the Nintendo Wii U and look how that went. No, so no, I'm, I'm, I, okay. I understand though that the Zelda is coming for the, for the failing pile of garbage that was the Wii U. So why not just play it on that? Well, I mean, of course I'm going to get it on the new console, Blake. I'm not going to... I'm not <laughs> no, an animal. I'm not caveman I'm here. not no, an I'm animal. <laughs> not some kind of, you know, savage here. I'm going to yeah. play it on the new console. <laughs> not some <laughs> migrant farm worker. We're going to go ahead and get the new console. Jo- so, yeah. Josh, where do you stand on that? Did you plop down some money on this? I didn't, but I am very excited about it. I'll tell you, just to uh, just intertwine the last two topics, one of the things that I've been very excited about is the Switch coming out. I set aside some shekels for Christmas that I had, but then two days ago, I blew those said shekels on a chance to go to the playoff games this weekend, which I'm very excited yeah, about. That is super exciting. Yeah, You're going up buddy. against my Hawks, man. Yeah. Hope you guys it's going to be a bird fight. <laughs> it's going to be a bird <laughs> fight. Good old, good old fashioned bird fight. Oh, I love it. Good old fight. <laughs> oh, well, that was, that was a pretty good, that was a pretty yeah. good, I, I guess, reinvestment of said shackles. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. The, the switch and do plan on getting it when it comes out. Did you see Jimmy Fallon had a segment where he was just leg humping this thing pretty bad? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on the Tonight Show, Derek. I just saw it on YouTube. I don't watch 
the whole show, but you know, we yeah, all watch the clips now I, on the YouTube. I didn't see that, but I, uh, that's actually makes me happy to hear that just because I, I think part of the problem with the Wii U was there was almost literally zero public awareness of what that or thing excitement. was. Yeah, or excitement. Um, yeah. There, yeah. There was no buzz. There was just outright confusion over it. Um, the people who had heard of it thought it was some kind of attachment for the Wii. Um, I, I think branding and marketing was a huge problem for the for the Wii U. And one of the things that I'm actually really happy with with the Switch is seems like they're kind of taking steps to correct that. I think the Switch is a is a very catchy name. Um, and I don't I don't know if you watched the press conference, Blake, but they're doing this great thing where um, they, they they're doing like a snap when they say Switch and like click. Because part of the gimmick of the console is you can switch it in and out of the, the dock. Yeah. Uh, and you can switch from like a portable console to a home console. When you do that, it like clicks in. So every time they say switch, it's like click and they snap their well, fingers. I feel like Pavlovian so training right there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want raw beef all of a sudden. I, I don't even yeah. know why. I'm yeah. salivating. <laughs> but one of the things I'm skeptical of, though, I don't know if you saw the new Mario game they, they unveiled. Um, but I don't know about it. Um, I, I have my concerns excited. as well. I no, got concerns. It, yeah. it looks as almost he's, he's gone the way of Sonic. It appears. I don't know. Yeah, sure does. Um, it's like an open world Mario that has everyone excited. I, I don't want open world Mario. I don't either. I want the side scroller. I, I want like little self-contained levels that, you know, have clear platforming objectives. I don't, I don't need Mario in the city, uh, stomping on taxis. I don't know. I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, You know, we've clearly established I spend money on things I only marginally am interested in. Uh, So, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm also a couple of titles behind. So I'm anxious to see if I can, you know, get those and and enjoy that on the switch as well. So, well, the the other nice thing they're doing for folks is uh, doing a lot of the Wii U ports. So like Mario Kart eight will be on the switch in a deluxe form with extra stuff. So that's pretty cool. Oh, you know, okay, I got yeah. hold on, Derek. I got to stop you there. Okay, yeah. so I saw some of the titles that are coming out this year, and it has the name of a game that I've seen a lot long time ago. And now the new, the new, I guess, video game way of doing this is Mario Definitive Absolute Best Version. <laughs> I mean, because they went from HD version to remastered, and now it's like the Absolute Definitive Best Version package. It's right. just. It feels like they're just taking, we're just getting greatest hits compilations over and over again. And hey, people buy the box sets. They do. <laughs> I mean, I guess they do. But I want to see new stuff. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never satisfied. So I just want to see, I want to see more new stuff. Like that sounds pretty pessimistic of you. Um, it is. See, I, I, <laughs> I see. I'm not a pre-order type guy. I like to see. I want to see if it floats. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to pay for passage on a ship across the sea that hasn't even been built yet. I want to like, let's yeah. see if it floats before I give you money to get on board and take me to to imaginary land. That's I'm just you're, kind you're of a late adopter. Now. I'm a late adopter. Yeah, yeah, I'm a late adopter. So yeah, yeah. but I, I I guess I am skeptical, Derek. I'm not. I'm not totally thrilled where gaming's been. I and I'm even talking about. I gave, I've never like derided mobile games and I give some of those a good chance, but they just don't speak to me. And again, we've talked about this before. I don't know if it's, I've, 
I, I just doesn't resonate with me. We've talked about how this happens to a lot of males in their 30s and 40s and 50s. Not that there's not gamers that ages, but it does taper off. And it's a mystery that gaming, I think, still hasn't answered as to why it can't hold once rabid enthusiast attention for longer than a couple decades, it seems like sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, part of me definitely, as I was walking into the store to pre-order the Switch, felt like, man, Derek, you're kind of over this a little bit. But then at the same time, there was something inside of me, something tugging at me, saying, you got to come pre-order this Switch. (laughs) And and maybe a lot of it is just loyalty to my childhood and loyalty to Nintendo, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think, no, the thing I like about gaming is it is still one of, it just, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you, Derek. There's still that childhood wonder. We want to escape. We want to explore. We want to save the world in a black and white setting in a consequence-free environment. And that's what gaming can provide. You know, a little, a sandbox, a digital sandbox, if you will. So speaking, but speaking of, you know, touching on the past, I had kind of a funny story to share. Um, Your old friend, Blake, he he recently bought a backup camera for the car. Okay, there's a lot of kids. There was a couple of deaths in this in the area last year, and I was like, oh, yeah, people backing up, running over. Are you a children. person of interest in an open case? No, 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 no. So, it, but it just spoke to my concerns. I was like, well, there's a lot of kids in this neighborhood. I got five running around the house. Sure, I guess it's convenient. And by the way, the car we recently rented had one, and I just was like, this is nice. Let's, let's get one installed. So <clears throat> I go to uh, the installation place, which um, it's their audio, car audio installation places. And uh, I just want to say, I don't think those organizations has ever really moved out of the 90s. Okay, let me just. Did you get I, your Windows tinted while you were there? I did. I did not. Come on, get my you got some five percent on there, didn't you? The tinted strip in the front. No, but Josh, Derek, I, Josh, Derek, I swear, I, I was, I saw archetypes of people that I, that I used to see at those, those kind of outfits in the '90s, and I don't think they've ever left. They've, they've aged. <laughs> Times have changed, but they're in the baggy sweatshirts, the Timberland boots. Uh, you know, they've got some yellow smoker teeth. Uh, they smell, they reek of other, you know, smokable <laughs> things. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I felt like I was in bizarro land from the past. Okay, but we can agree. You did get a new case for your beeper, right? <laughs> you, you went ahead and got It was teal. Case. It was like a teal one. I don't know. Derek, yeah. did you, Derek, did you ever meddle with the car audio guys from the 90s? Uh, not, I mean, the, the closest experience I ever had was with my first car. You know, I wanted to have a, a good sound system in there, but nothing like, yeah. not like the nineties douchebag sound system. Yeah. So, you know, I went to like a circuit city back when those were a thing to, uh, you know, I just said, you know, I want, I want some nice speakers up front. I don't need a subwoofer or anything. I just need a new like stereo and some speakers. And it was like asking for, you know, I, it was like asking for peanut butter and jelly sandwich and they bring out steak. He's like, well, well dog, you know, I don't, you, get, you know, you're going to need a sub if, if you really want to be bumping. Do- I don't really need to be bumping anywhere. <laughs> like it's not like Swedish death metal bumps anyway. I just, I just need some speakers. Oh, but it could. <laughs> That's it what you could. don't know, dog. I filled your trunk. 
Yo, I filled your trunk with subwoofers, dog. Like, I, that's all right, man. I just wanted a CD player. It's just, it's an interesting subculture that is like hanging on by the, I don't know. They're still around. They're deep in the, 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 the nooks and crannies of car audios. And to be fair, the guy that's working on my car is not like that. Really nice guy, but it just seems as though the clientele that is drawn <laughs> to that organization has like never how left many, the 90s. H- how many silver Figaro chains? did you see while you were there i mean yeah i saw a guy with two gold loops that around his ear i haven't seen that since the 90s i haven't seen that i did not see however any jinko jeans or big johnson t-shirts i was a little disappointed Ah. by that yeah you aren't looking hard enough Uh, also i will say (laughs) i saw a blurb the other day that did say that jinko jeans were coming back coming back my goodness. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I've missed them because I love covering the entirety of my shoe with the opening, the leg opening of my <laughs> jean. I mean, there's just. Sir, it is just, that a 36 inch opening on your <laughs> jeans? <laughs> yes, it is. It's almost as if the waist opening has just been extended into two separate it's, waist openings down at the bottom. Straight silos of your waist size. Yeah. Anyway, if, reader, uh, listeners, if there's anything we missed, in this brief retrospective about all that was great and not so great about our 90s childhoods or wherever you were in the 90s, uh, let us know. You know how to get in touch. Menthologyshow.com. Um, all right. I want to. Now, we talked a lot about. We've obviously established that Derek's uh, cautiously optimistic about his New Hope gaming system. Um, but I don't he know. Is, those, are your, those are your words, not mine. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, okay, whatever the case, you expressed mixed feelings about plopping down money for this. But I think it's yeah. obvious that money talks, and you are a loyal Nintendo fan, my friend. Like they can have my money. They've been taking my money since I was five years old at this point. <laughs> I have no real relationship with money anyways. I could just give it to Nintendo and they they would know better what to do with it than I. So that's well, that's the that's the relationship we have. Okay, and I'm not here to judge Derek because I think <laughs> I am in a similar vein like if there is such a thing. I am a huge Amazon fanboy. I run the Amazon fanboy website. Um, <laughs> that's I you. Post, I didn't know that. I post comments on the internet, if anyone speaks ill of them or tries to publicize the competition, so I'm on forums, you know, pretty daily. I am yep. a big Amazon fan. A lot, lot of good alerts set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anywho, I read this great um, editorial, I guess you'd say, in USA Today about how brand loyalty always comes back to bite us. Okay. And case in point, it's basically like the argument goes, hey, competition is good. Throw some other competitors that have some stuff that mildly appeals to you. Throw them a bone, and then that keeps prices down. You get more bang for your buck. It's just a better world. Okay, Don't let a monopoly take over because we always know what happens with monopolies. They, we get screwed. Okay, So I, I read this. I'm like, yeah, good. I'm going to try to tame curve my Amazon enthusiasm. So what did old Blake do? Blake needed a, a camera for his upcoming trip. Okay, new camera. Um, I, was, I was about to hit go. Is that the button on Amazon? Buy, I guess. Uh, to get this camera. I was like, wait, let's go to another 
another site and we'll give him give him a run for his money who's who's the second biggest online retailer Derek I, I was just gonna know? ask I don't even know where else you would go well what? it's a dis- it's a distant second but it is competitive with prices and you know it very well in the real world as Walmart so walmart.com hmm. is kind of the se- I'm telling you it's like way down in second so I was like let's give him a shot I get on there order the camera it's going to be for you f- giving a little mom and pop shop like Walmart. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I'm trying to even out the love keep the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the rub, guys. And this is what what I'm like kicking myself now. I should have been loyal to Amazon. For whatever reason, my camera sat in a Brooklyn warehouse. Who's counting anyway, huh? It never got shipped. It's going to I'm going to it's going to miss it. It's not going to get here by the time I leave uh-huh. for the trip. And now I got royally burned by tr- by listening to this columnist who was saying I should have like divvied out my my business. So, so now I'm burned. So now I don't know where I stand on 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 brand. I know deep down that brand loyalty will bite you sometimes, but you'll also get bitten by being disloyal. That's that's yeah. that's the le- lesson learned. No, but like, here's what you do: you find a team, and then you blindly 100 percent back that team, no matter whatever they do. <laughs> Uh, and you express that on social media and make death threats to anyone who disagrees with you. That's the 2017 way, Blake. And somewhere in an Amazon warehouse right now, there's an Indian with a single tear in his eye because he was waiting for your. <laughs> he was waiting for that camera pre-order, and and, and it never came. He's probably galloping on a drone right now to get that uh, Walmart order for you and ship it. Um, no. So you know th- this is on you, Blake. At this point, I, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. All I'm here to report, though, is it is a mad, mad world for first world problems. There's nothing else. <laughs> it's just a mad. There's no rhyme or reason to my first world problem. There. <laughs> Why have you not already canceled that order and still gone to Amazon? They can get it to you before you leave. Not anymore. I leave tomorrow. It was supposed to be here yesterday. Oh. And I, I didn't. You know, it's one of those things where with Amazon, they're so reliable. You don't even have to look at the status. It shows it up don't. two days later. It's crazy. It's just there. It's crazy. So I, I ordered it on Amazon, and I wrongfully took the same approach. I don't have to check this. It's just going to show up when it's supposed to. It didn't, and I didn't notice that till today, and bah, the rest is history. So I'll have to worry about this later. But it's a, it's a big first-world problem, guys. Really big. How are you ever going to remember this upcoming trip? I'm, You're, I'm not. Not gonna You're not. I'm not going to no. recover. It's yeah. – anyway. If any of it's you have any – Oh, go ahead, Derek. Uh, it's just amazing how good like online retail has gone. I, and, and the oh, customer gosh. service now is catching up. It's like I, I just bought a T-shirt from a website. And uh, it was one of those deals where it's like it's up for a little while, then it goes down. It's one of those kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I order the T-shirt. I, I get it home, and I'm, I'm told that uh, you know I may have washed it wrong. I probably ruined it. So I, all I do is I just tweet them and say, hey, you know, I, I think I ruined the shirt you sent me. I'd like to reorder one, but the link is down. Is there any way that link could go back up? That way I could could just order another one. And I, I didn't mean anything other yeah, than yeah, I want to yeah, buy another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they immediately sent me another shirt, same size. I didn't even ask. For, like, I ruined it. And they took the cost of sending me it. I was, I was blown away by that. Like, customer service is getting to the point now where it's going above and beyond even what you're asking oh, for. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No. Yeah, it's it's just redonkulous, the, the yeah. quality. And in fact, it's like, I read this story a couple years ago about the number one regret of expatriate Americans that move abroad. You know, there's a lot of great places to live in the world. We all, we get that, we know that. 
But the number one complaint, and everyone was like, I miss it like hell, is online shopping in America it just <laughs> destroys anyone else. The infrastructure, the reliability, the package, the choice that you can get, and you get it right away. And if you shrink the damn shirt in the dryer, they're going to send you another one free. So it's yeah. just... There you go. Can't go uh, wrong. God I mean, bless I, yeah, America. Yeah, so it's like, right. it's like our, our rallying theme now is not only bald eagles and exporting freedom, it's incredible online shopping. That's like... A, <laughs> seven years ago i ordered yeah. it ruined it yeah well but that that wraps it up for this show if any of you have any burned or you know when you if anyone out there has gotten burned for their brand loyalty or blessed by their brand loyalty let us know tweet us at manthology show or send us an email men at manthology show.com that does it for today josh tell the listeners how they can participate in an upcoming episode. Yeah, if you guys want to get involved or tell us your stories of hanging out at a car stereo place in the 90s, <laughs> visit ManthologyShow.com and become a patron or follow us on Twitter at ManthologyShow or send us an email at men at ManthologyShow.com. For Josh and Derek, I'm Blake. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time right here on the Manthology Show. Can't you see?